0: The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Thanks for joining us. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Discover a positive path for spiritual living. Welcome to Voices of Unity with Rev. Jackie Fernandez. Hello, this is Rev. Jackie Fernandez, and we are recording live from the Tower here at the Sacred Grounds of Unity Village. Each week here at Voices of Unity, we feature new thought leaders, authors, and artists to have conversations about a variety of topics. So check the show archives to listen to past episodes, and you will also find today's guest, because this is her third time um, in just the last few months being with me, and I am so pleased to have back Reverend Myra McFadden. Thank you. Welcome, welcome to the show. So Myra, of course, my friend, my mentor, my <laughs> sister, my spiritual leader, all the good things. Oh um, it's just, it's been a joy to have you as I, I'm new to the show this year. And so it's been nice to have you because we have such a natural flow between us. So it helps me to sort of find my groove. I think, exactly. you know, this feels like a new medium, a new format for me personally. So it's been, you've been a gift for me in that way.
1: Well, I'm happy to be a gift. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just enjoy you so much and we've gone through so many things and are knowing each other yeah. from the time we first met. I don't know how many years ago, was that ten years ago? Yeah, maybe? yeah. Yeah. Yes. So it's been a lot and, and I appreciate the opportunity to be here.
0: It's amazing though because we really aren't that much older than we were ten years ago. We're I'm like, I'm actually younger. Yeah, we're younger. I think that's what happened. All the time. Yeah. 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 So ten years I mean it's like minus ten plus ten. It's all the same. Yeah.
1: Gosh, I wonder how old I'll be in 10 years now. I'll probably be 30.
0: <laughs> I don't know if I want to go that far, but...
1: You know. Yeah, really. Those were trying years. Those
0: were trying years.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, my goodness. So, of course, Myra, you've been so gracious and... Um well, to share with us this cancer experience that you're having and to be just really open and honest on the air. And, you know, I think that, well, I know because I've heard feedback from people that it's been really powerful and, you know, it's, you know, such a prevalent experience in our country, especially, and in the world. And so I think to be able to be um, able to share it authentically and honestly and with that spiritual depth, too, you know, has been really powerful. So thank you.
1: I appreciate that, and um, the intention I have is to share it because I think so many times we are uncomfortable with illness. Um, You know, we blame ourselves. We wonder what it's about. We try to figure it out instead of just being with it. And, um, And so my point in sharing is to help people become comfortable in sharing authentically and not in a pretty package necessarily, although the pretty package is there right. at times, but to share authentically with what does it mean to encounter you know a, um, a serious illness or a death in some ways, whether it's a physical illness or an emotional illness or a mental situation, but where we feel like life is trained changed radically and and how can we be about that in a good way, in a way that supports life, rather than supports just fear and, um, you know, everything that comes up with that.
0: Yeah, and that is the spiritual journey, right? It's why we yes. practice, you know, and so to yes. be called in this way, like, really... Um, to put everything, you know, to put our practice to actual practice and to live, to live that truth. We know that fifth principle. Um, And of course, you're the senior minister at Unity of Kansas City North. So you have a whole community that is experiencing this, you know, adjacently, but, um, but also fully because we know in truth, there is no distance between us. You know, we are all one. And so, you know, even as we experience each other in friendships or as a spiritual leader, um, but we also experience things in consciousness, you know, connected. So there's like, there are layers of how how the community is experiencing this together.
1: Very true, because, you know, when you truly are a community, there is no separation between you and another and what I'm going through, they're going through. And they may be even going through it in their own lives in a certain way. And so um, that connection is so strong. And it's actually love and faith that bind us together. Mm -hmm. And even in, in those moments where people are afraid and fearful, it still is love and faith that then joins us back together and you get that in spiritual community where you might not have that in your life otherwise
0: right well and i got to add joy to that yes you know yes. so much joy and i didn't even mention this to you but i just got to hear fresh out of the editing bay this morning the um joy video that we shot with you back in June or July, yeah, um, but for for advent, that's and right. You remember you came in and talked about joy. It was really interesting to watch because you look different now, you know, so that was like mm-hmm. right after your diagnosis, and mm-hmm. right after I think you had started chemo, maybe you had been through round round one at that point it was early, it was early, yeah. yeah, so full yeah. hair, long hair, it was before you had your hair cut, even yeah, and so it about- was.
1: 30 strands left. Yeah, (laughs) yeah.
0: So it was interesting to watch, you know, but also to hear, I mean, the truth and the person that was next to the bay where we were playing it um, was like, who wrote that script? And it was like, oh, oh no, honey, that was not scripted. That was straight from the heart. And so I cannot wait to um, to roll that out for the public and, of course, for your ministry to, you know, because you really just, you know, capture joy. But, again, it's that authentic. It's without the spiritual bypass of, like, we just got to turn to joy, love, light, Mm -hmm. and faith, and everything's fine. You know, it's like you can have all of that even when things are not fine or or how do we what do we mean when we say things are fine or not fine what do we even mean
1: what does that even mean what does that even mean and how can you really be present to what is and if you're present to what is then joy can also be a part of that yeah you know it doesn't have to be conditional well if my life is going well if things are happening the way I want if I'm comfortable and cozy then I'm joyful Right. But how can I access that inner joy, the inner peace, the inner love, the inner faith that's always present if we open ourselves to it and if we truly believe that it lives in us. Mm-hmm. If we don't believe it lives in us, we won't access it. We won't even think of it as a possibility because we put all these conditions right on what has to happen in order for me to feel this way.
0: Right. And even to be able to say it. So I wonder how, like I'm thinking because, I, you know, early this year I injured my knee. And so I was on crutches for a while and all this, and I remember feeling just weird when people would ask how I'm doing, mm-hmm. and and feeling loved and cared for in that, but also like how do I answer? And I wonder what that's like for you because this, you know you've, you're making this joke, and so I want to warn people: <laughs> it's okay to laugh. Joy is with us, and humor, good humor, is with us. Yes. But, and you shared it with the congregation, and it's you know what I'm talking about. It's I'm not. I'm not dead yet. Oh, yeah. yeah, you're making a face because, oh. like, she makes a lot of jokes, people. <laughs> I do. But this one, I'm not dead yet, yes. you know. and Well,
1: yeah, because people put on this concern, and it's like a bad thing, and yeah. it's like, oh, and and it touches them, and, oh, my God, you could die. You could die means I could die. Yeah. This, this diagnosis came unexpectedly. I mean, I was a really healthy person, yeah. and so if that can happen to you, It could happen to me as well. And I don't want it to happen to you. Right. Well, and the mental
0: gymnastics we do with that, because that's actually true all the time. I mean, we live it. We live it all the time. We just don't live it consciously. We don't keep it in our awareness. In part, that's exhausting. You know, to think about today, I could die. You know, I mean, (laughs) you know, and so when a diagnosis comes unexpectedly or, you know, news Mm -hmm. like that or, you know, then then we're faced with it like it has to be more present in our consciousness but but what does it actually change
1: it changes everything and and you know ironically you know as you know I started a series called the five invitations yes. written by Frank Asteski and he says discovering what death can teach us about living more fully and i and his work is really um Dedicated to Stephen Levine, whose work I've been reading, who wrote Who Dies, Healing a Year to live. Death, A Year to Live. Yeah. And I was reading it in my 30s, and I'm double that age now. Ah. So I've been reading this stuff, not knowing that I would be living it, yeah. but I was embracing it back then. And so when people come up to me and they have that, that sad-eyed look, like, you know, like, how are you doing? Are you okay? Oh, God, I really wish you weren't going through this. Sometimes it kind of cracks me up a little, not to be rude, but it's like it's really all right. And what I said on Sunday in our service is that when they do that, it hits me funny. And so instead of saying, oh, you know, I'm... Doing what I can to get through this. What strikes me is I always say, not dead yet. <laughs> Still here. Not dead yet. Because I feel like they're saying, she could be dead any minute now. And, and right. you know, the truth is we all could be dead any minute now. Right. But when we open to life, what happens is every moment becomes mysterious and illuminated and um, peace filled, And you choose... So how do I want to live? Because this is a gift that is given to me. Yeah. This is not something that just happened. I was given life, and I'm given it today, no matter what my experience.
0: And it doesn't make it easy. No. That doesn't mean okay, so pretty. I'm peace filled, and so now it's i am just you know. Yeah. It's you know, so like you shared with me that today has actually been a really rough day.
1: It's been a really, really hard day. It's probably been. Um, I said that a couple weeks ago I had a really rough day, but this is right up there, probably my the roughest day ever. Mm-hmm. You know, I woke up this morning, and I was um, not, you know, I have this neuropathy, so my hands tingle, my face tingles, my feet are numb. I've got all this stuff going on, and, and today I woke up with vertigo, and I was just bumping into everything, and because of the neuropathy, I couldn't see so I was just dropping things and making all this noise at 5:30 in the morning getting ready for my doctor appointment with my oncologist and I was just feeling I was kind of scared like I have to be able to walk I have to drive to my appointment today how am I going to do that and I was just feeling a little like my body is super shaky I try to walk a straight line and it takes an a slant to the right or a slant to the left so I may or may not reach my destination in one you know one one walk and I thought how am I going to do this because yesterday I was confident Mm -hmm. that I was going to be able to do it and this morning I woke up a total mess yeah total mess
0: and so that's been kind of you know as you've shared with me like every day is sort of a surprise, like, like know. what's it going to be today? You know, yeah. you might go to sleep feeling one way and wake up feeling like drastically different yeah. for for the better or worse.
1: It's radical, yeah. It's like, and and you can't count on even a day like I'm having a good day. That you know, physically or strength wise, it could change in twenty minutes, yeah, and be a radically different. Okay, so this is where we are today, yeah. And normally, you know, it, it, I just kind of flow with it. But today was really scary because it was my hardest morning ever. Mm-hmm. And I had all these things to do, and, um, and I didn't really have support to get mm-hmm. them done. So I had to do them, yeah. and I didn't know how I was going to do it. I just didn't know.
0: So, um, so just let's fill some people in maybe who haven't um, been tracking. You've, you've completed eight rounds of chemo. I right, have. eight of twelve. Started so, in June. Yeah. I have
1: a six month regimen.
0: Right. And so you're going so next week this is off. So a week from today you'll be in for round nine. Yes. Um, so I mean, three more rounds, right? Nine, ten, eleven, twelve four, I guess. Four. Four yeah. rounds. Yeah.
1: And I really don't even think of it that way. Mm-hmm. You know, once in a while I think, Oh my goodness, well you're um two thirds of the way through. But uh-huh. I really I just don't even think of that.
0: You're just like now. You're like, really this is what's am. today. Like I it's I'll worry true. about that later. <laughs> like this yeah. is today.
1: Yeah. I really I yeah, I know that I could feel good about that and it would be a nice thing, but I just don't think mm-hmm. like that.
0: Well, I yeah, I imagine just, you know, having like the journey, like to hear well four rounds you know next week and and then yeah. three after that um is it's a measure you know it's a measure it of like how through and it like has it gone fast you know I don't know it's just going right it's yeah. going and every day you know when the, the days are long right the months are short or, yeah the days are long the months are short the years are short is you know the saying right because it like in the moment yes. it might feel longer but then the time is passing
1: in real life and yeah, yeah it's passing real time. It's moving. Yeah, it's passing. Everything is changing, and that's, I think, you know, talking about the first invitation, the first one is don't wait. Mm -hmm. And it's about don't wait to live. Live now. Don't put off until you're dying or you could be dying in order to, like, you know, think about what life is about and what's important. Don't wait because, first of all, we don't know how long we have. (laughs) And second of all, when we live with the don't wait kind of approach of really living now life is so rich and we're not oblivious to the idea that life is happening right now so it's time to make amends it's time to make peace it's time to enjoy the beauty of life and and to take the time you know instead of all the busyness that I I mean I was a really busy person and I like being busy Mm -hmm. but I'm finding that I like um, really living now and and you know, like I said on Sunday, I don't regret this experience. I never think, God, I wish I didn't have this. Right. It just doesn't even occur to me because it is is is.
0: I'll tell you, I think you know, the first time you were on um, the show with me it was in July, July 16th, I think, if you want to check the archives. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the reason I, I said, because you said on the air, and I think about it almost daily, mm-hmm. I, almost daily I think about this when you said that you feel worthy. Yes, of this experience I do I mean it's still so stunning to me and I think maybe even it had even said it
1: we did the it, intention cubes yes that's yes where it came up. yes
0: and so then you know I shared it on the air because it was I was still stunned at that point yeah. <laughs> you know but um so do you, like you're still like in that you're still feeling worthy and just like you're saying now you don't regret this experience and like we we it's so easy to go to judgment Right, like, you know, if this wasn't happening, I could be doing this, this, or that. Or, you know, if, you know, in all the ways that we want to measure our experiences and and how we experience life and what's happening to us externally and internally. But to hear you say, I'm worthy of this experience, is that soul rising up to, like, you know, this is, this is my journey. You're like, you're, you're claiming this is my journey. I'm worthy of it regardless of what it is, Yeah, which is what we all want, right? It's what we teach, right? That, that you are, you you know, you're here by divine appointment. You're right where you're supposed to be. You can take no wrong step, like all those things that we say and, you know, and even so to really say it and mean it. And then, Mm -hmm. and then to say, even this many months later, having a bad day, you know, worst day Mm -hmm. today. And to still say, you know, I don't, Wish it were any different, you know. And I think too, it's like where do you give your energy, you know, like those wishes, like making those wishes, and all of that sort of just chaos that we create in our minds.
1: Exactly, and and not being present to what is and judging it like this is bad. Yeah, this is a bad thing. And I and you know I can honestly say I never have a day when I say I wish this wasn't happening to me. It, it just doesn't even occur to me, right because it's happening. And the worthiness that you're talking about is I feel like I'm able to, I'm worth knowing and I'm worth sharing and experiencing what this is about for a higher good. Mm-hmm. and that I am capable of that. Somewhere within my soul, you know, reaching into those those deep spots, I'm capable of sharing that experience. So not only is it a healing for me, but it might be an opening for someone else. And, and, you know, and to me, even saying that is not like a justification. Well, that's why this is happening. Right. It's a knowing. Yeah. It's a knowing that somehow I was called to have this experience for my own growth and maybe for the support of others.
0: Yeah. And it's. You know, so being near you yes, in this. but you are. And yeah, I am. And, you know, and others, who, you know, your family mm-hmm. and your congregants and your friends, mm-hmm. you know, we might have different feelings.
1: I understand we might, that's true. We might
0: wish this weren't happening, you know. And I
1: do hear no, that.
0: No question that that you are worthy. I mean, you know, and even... And I'm just going to go ahead and plug your your talk from this last Sunday. Mm-hmm. So on Facebook, Unity of Kansas City North, you can find the talk the talk mm-hmm. that you gave the sermon. Um, there was just such tremendous spiritual strength. Coming from you, Mm -hmm. and you were barefoot. I was because you weren't sturdy on your feet. Yeah, right.
1: I didn't want to fall because I was really tippy. (laughs) Yeah,
0: and but the words and and what you and the truth and what you were saying and how you were saying it. I mean, it was again stunning. I mean, it it really um, touched me in a way that like got me out of just my own being, being here, being in this, being present, all the things I'm, you know, trying to do my part, right. But like really having to, you know, turn within and examine that. And, you know, it's easier to just sit with our judgments and, you know, well, I I wish you hadn't, driven today feeling the way you did you know why you know why are you driving you know like because if I could control all these other things yeah you know then then maybe I could make this experience better for you right. you know which is, is not zero. even mine to do right you know and also the other choice I can make is to trust you Yeah. In your wisdom that you are making the right choices for you every step of the way. And it's so as someone who's been with you, you Mm -hmm. know, in this journey and having conversations and visiting with you and, you know, out for dinner when we can and over Mm -hmm. to your, you know, your lovely patio, you know, (laughs) when when that's the better option um, and to really just have to constantly wash away like. What what I would create if I could make this all better?
1: If you could make it, yeah, <laughs> because easier I can't. or better. I
0: can't, yeah, I can't, and and that's not even what I'm supposed to do in this. Mm-hmm. But we have such a natural inclination, I think, some people. A lot, to, a lot of people to help, you know, to help, support, love and serve and, you know, all of those things. And we and we teach those virtues, Yes, you know, yes. Um, but it's it's really been an interesting practice to to let that go and just to listen to wisdom and to watch wisdom.
1: You know, that's really an interesting thing you're saying, because one of the gifts of this whole um, diagnosis is that it's caused me to really trust spirit and listen the voice of spirit, which sometimes doesn't make sense to anybody else. You know, I knew I had to drive to my doctor's appointment at 645 this morning. I had to do it. There was nobody that was going to drive me. So I had to do it. And I just, I, I listened. I thought if I need to cancel it, I'm going to need to cancel it. But it was like, you've got this. God's got this with you. You've got it. And I have to admit, I was praying I wasn't going to get in an accident because I was feeling kind of out of it and my eyes weren't really focused. But I listen. And when I listen, I trust. You know, and so a lot of times it just doesn't make sense. Um, I was really wanting support this morning. I didn't have it. And so I felt very alone in that. And it made me very tearful. But I also, at the same time, as I was moving through those tears of feeling very alone, and very um, scared. I also heard that little voice yeah. that said, you're going to be okay. Yeah. And I also am smart enough to know that if it gets too scary, pull over, right. you know, don't right. be like, don't be foolish. Right. right. You know, and just like wing in a prayer. Right. And, and I, and I feel for others um, that it's hard because there's so much love mm-hmm. between myself and you and myself and my loved ones. And, and sometimes they're just not able to hold. You know, it hurts. Yeah. It hurts because you feel helpless to see someone you love struggling. Right. And and most people know that I'm not much of a struggler. So to see me struggling mm-hmm. is not a common experience. Right. Yeah. It's just, there's been some adjusting yeah. to that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But I... Um, I trust it and, and, you know, I I don't really know the outcome. I don't know what's going to happen, but I know that I'm really living today and I know that um, I'm really grateful for for all of it, you know. Um, I I just don't regret it. Um, I don't know where it's going. I don't know how it's going to end.
0: And all those things are always true right yeah. we just we have you know we create calendars and we create you know yeah. agendas and goals and all of those things to you know sort of um create the illusion of you know of stability in life you know and life forever. And, and it's not and I, and I don't mean to dismiss that like oh you know yeah. we just delusion you know we're just delusional people but um i mean those are all good life practices good but things. but when we forget that, that that's not actually real, mm-hmm. that the reality of everything is we don't know the outcome. We don't know for good or for bad what growth is coming out of this, what is unfolding, what experience of God, what experience of wisdom, of love, you know, how relationships will deepen. We never know that. Um, no, but, no. but it is that practice of being present to what is that allows all of that goodness, exactly. the goodness to really... It, it, it
1: emerges, you know, yeah. because sometimes we're just um, unaware of that. And in listening to you talk, I was just thinking about um, Reverend Sharon Ketchum, her church mm-hmm. in Lansing. Right. That had the radical fire that destroyed their church. Yeah. That was unexpected. That wasn't on their agenda mm-hmm. for, you know, for this fall. Mm-hmm. And it happened. And. And so On a
0: Sunday morning, on a Sunday, I mean, to
1: come to church yeah. and see your churches on in, yeah. in total flames, yeah. and so we have those times when we experience a death of what we think is going to happen, mm-hmm. or how life is going to be, or what's happening, and we have a choice. We can either be in it and live now in it, or we can belabor the fact that it happened, and you know, and and just be stuck mm-hmm. in the loss or the uncertainty or the fear. Or we can really live and find the good. And, you know, in that community, I know with with Sharon's leadership is finding the good as they're also going through some of their fears and their grief and their sadness. And so we experience these things, not only just. You know, in an illness, but we experience them in everyday life when life's uncertainty shows up in our face. Right, and that's when we really get it. it's like, oh, uh. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> right. right. Well, and it is. It's um,
0: and separating that grieving what is yeah. versus what is not, and what you thought was going to be, like what your yeah. plans were, the like you're, yeah, you're you're grieving the loss of your plans. Exactly. You know, which is entirely different. You know, than grieving. A loss in the moment, you yes. know, and so having to really like separate out, like even and back to like this morning, you wishing you had help and you didn't. Yeah, well, you could stay in that. Yeah, you could stay in those feelings of like oh, I don't have help, and you know, which yeah. I did, you know, and all of that, or you know, recognize that and be present to what is. But what do I have? And
1: and that's and what happened. Able to step forward. Yeah, and it was a process. I mean, um it's it's a funny thing. I don't. Find myself in tears very often, but I was um, weepy all morning yeah. because I didn't have the help I needed, and and it just made me really sad. I felt afraid, you know, yeah. and and yet I knew that God was with me, but I felt afraid because I haven't been that shaky or that unstable ever. Yeah. And at the same time. Oops. I think there's music.
0: At the same time. At the same time. Well, that's a a cue for the break. So we'll come back. All right. Yeah. We'll come back after the break and finish that thought.
1: Okay. At the same time.
0: Practical Spirituality Positive Messages This is Unity Online Radio The Voice of an Awakening World Thanks for joining us. Welcome back to Voices of Unity with Reverend Jackie
1: Fernandez.
0: And we are back here, and I've got Reverend Myra McFadden uh, in the studio again. And so, right before the break, um, you were talking about this morning and how you were feeling weepy. You were not having the help that you wanted, and um, so you were you were in tears. And you were, and at the same time, we, we left
1: a cliffhanger. Oh, we did. <laughs> we it did. was At the same time, very dramatic. Yeah, I was. Yeah, and and I'm not used to feeling that way. So there was kind of this surprise of feeling that way, and I somehow managed to drive myself to the cancer center. Really, honestly it's the grace of God that I got there and I I just couldn't stop crying. You know, it's like my eyes were leaking. I was feeling sad and I was feeling like this is awkward because they always see me as the picture of health and cheerfulness and all that. joy
0: coming in with a smile. I mean, you've got this great big smile.
1: Yeah, and and I just couldn't stop crying and, and I was aware the room is filled here and all these people are fighting and living their lives and and I'm sitting here weepy and you know the staff is not used to seeing me that way and I know they were kind of looking at me like are you okay but nobody said are you okay because I wasn't my normal self and I just had to let that be you know I just had to let that be this is where I am today yeah This, this is where I am in this moment yeah it's um it's just True. It's not even where I don't want to be, although I have to say I was feeling a little awkward because I couldn't control myself. Yeah. And I was where, like, I don't want anybody else to feel uncomfortable. Right. I can sit and cry, but I don't want you to feel uncomfortable. Right, right. Right? right. Because what are you going to do? You don't yeah. know me, but it's awkward to see somebody crying in the corner. Yeah. And um, and then there came a moment when I had to just move through those feelings, you know, and they were hard feelings. And then there came a moment, and I just heard that little whisper. I heard that whisper. You're not alone. Yeah. And and um, I, I didn't call for it. I wasn't in a place to call for it. I just wasn't feeling it. But that whisper came, and it was in knowing you're not alone. Uh, you know. And I remember other times in my life, and when I was a single mom, and I was trying to manage, and I lived in low income housing, and. I was trying to crawl up the stairs. It's 2 o'clock at night. I'm in graduate school. I'm working. I've got these little kids. And I was crawling up the stairs to the bedroom at 2 in the morning after studying, eating coffee, having coffee and popcorn. That was (laughs) my meal. Of course. I mean, it was graduate school. Yeah, you know that. And I remember crawling, thinking I can't even walk. And I heard, don't be afraid. Mm -hmm. You're not alone. And it was that same voice that said, you're not alone. The voice of truth. Yeah, exactly. A voice is the voices of truth. Yeah. Yes.
0: So um, the book here, the yes. five invitations. Frank Frank yeah. Ostaseski. That takes practice. It does take. Name. Yeah. You've you've been flowing right through it, and I was like, <laughs> oh wait, I have to say it now. Um, so you started this last Sunday uh, a Sunday series yes. on it, and and then uh, we're going to do discussion groups
1: on Wednesday yeah, on night.
0: Wednesday so listeners can tune in if you go to again unity of Kansas City North Facebook you'll be able to see the Sunday messages and you know I have to say when you first told me about this book the five invitations discovering <laughs> what death can teach us about living fully and you asked me to join you for the discussion uh-huh. and, and uh, co-facilitate those you know and of course I'm like yes you know I'm in that yes you know and I walked away and I was like what <laughs> do I want to do you that know? I was like I'm gonna need to think about this, <laughs> and you know, and so I looked up the book. So mm-hmm. well, I thought, well, I need to buy the book. So I looked it up, and oh my goodness, Myra, I had I, I had to work through it because I was like, a no, what? we cannot do this. This is not no. Like I had a full out fit about it, <laughs> you know, and it's a lot. I'm just gonna. I mean, it's. A I lot. did. It's a lot, and I was like, so now we're just gonna rub our faces in it, and now we're just gonna, <laughs> we're so you know, good. like because i was like now is not the time we got we had to get through this and then we can think about how we can live more fully through death you know like yeah. Like let's just get to where everything's okay, you know. Like all right. of that, all of my sort of humanity came out in that, and yeah. which is fine. And I just let it flow, you know. But it's
1: like in your face when you it's when you in read your that, face. discovering what death. I didn't means. even buy the book
0: then because <laughs> I was like, I just like I closed closed my browser. It's Like
1: not no, at forget this.
0: you Amazon. I know you'll get it here next day when I need it, but it's not today, you know. Exactly, <laughs> you know, because I and just had I, to sit with that, and I was like, maybe I'm not the right person. Maybe I need to just know my boundaries, and I need to you like. <laughs> I really went there with it, 20. you know, and um, and again, back to like that's honest, it's honest. And and I had to go through my process. Right. Yes. Which, you know, like you just described, you had to sit with your feelings yep. of feeling alone. Yep. You know, it's like we if we don't do that part of yeah. the work, then we're not really doing the work. Exactly. Right. We're just we're just grasping to, you know,
1: we're avoiding or yeah. we're not dealing. We're not right. dealing with life because right. it's, it's part of life. Yeah.
0: So I had to like get into it like, well, wh- what are you afraid of? Why can't you know this work for you? Mm-hmm. If Myra can do it, you know, I mean, you know, and, um, but you know, so then I had to deal with all of just my own feelings about it. And, and my back to is that like trusting you and your wisdom Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and, um, you've always been, you know, trustworthy in that regard. And like, okay, if, if this is what she's called to do, you know, the conversation she is called to have, then... Can I trust that? And can I be with that? And can I show up for it? Oh, man. And of course the answer is yes. You know, but I can have my fit first. (laughs) Well,
1: and I think, you know, and I realized that it was perfect because we're going through this experience. And if we're totally honest, we're talking about death. Yeah. When we hear the word cancer, we're not thinking, oh, that's a life experience. Mm -hmm. That's a life-fulfilling, life-enhancing. We're thinking you could lose your life. Right. And so it felt perfect, and it actually ends the five invitations. It ends on the Sunday of gratitude. Ah, so how perfect. perfect. And I thought, since we're all in this together, mm-hmm. let's just say it. Yeah, let's not be afraid to right. say it.
0: Which, you know, in unity is so interesting, because there are people who like don't say it. Yep. do not use that word, you know, which we talked about before, because yes. like, you're giving power to that word if you say it. Yes. you know, but if we don't say it, doesn't that actually give? more
1: power to like, yeah, it <laughs> like because you're like you're afraid
0: it. to say the word because it might like come true you like know superstition
1: like yes. if i say it now look i'm gonna get cancer i did that to myself right and instead of saying that we can have a different relationship with the possibility of death. Yeah. And in truth, we're dying all the time. Right. The great teacher Stephen Levine used to say that. He said every day we're grieving. Yeah. Because life is changing. Yes. And you know, and so if we can embrace that and if we can like in your face I'm like here and I know some of you are thinking, Oh God, I hope she doesn't die. I don't know that anyone's thinking, I hope she does but <laughs> <No>. <laughs> But I know that, you know, it's like, oh, my God, and, you know, and, and I'm changing form and things are happening and, like, a, you know, all of that. But if we can deal with it, we can also deal with it in our own lives. It's not just about me. Right. But we can deal with where are we facing that death, maybe when someone no longer loves us and they walk away. Yeah. Or maybe when somebody unexpected passes, you know, maybe when we change and our lifestyles change, how do we deal with life, how do we deal? Yeah, do we just pretend, or do we just wait till it shows up the way we want? Right. That's that's inauthentic. And not talk
0: about it. You yeah. Know? I mean, people lose their jobs suddenly, like exactly. fires. You know, like lose their homes, or you know, other. Yeah. Just there's so many different ways that we experience death of what is, and it's death of our expectations for exactly. even what we expect the day to look like. You know, we get up, I have a calendar, and I'm going to go to this meeting. I'm going to go yeah. do that. You know, the death of all of those. You know, expectations and exactly. plans that we make, you know, happens in so many different levels. And
1: can we talk about it honestly? Yeah. Can we talk about it and say, I'm disappointed, I'm angry, I'm scared, I'm sad, or I'm hopeful. Yeah. Or I'm this, but not in a way that covers up our experience, right. but a way that embraces it.
0: Right. You know? Right. And so that we don't have this idea of like, well, you know, we're going to pray and, you know, and Myra's going to get through this and everything's mm-hmm. going to be OK. Right. And we're just going to go with that.
1: And that's how it's got to be. And we're not
0: going to think about anything else. So then if on a Sunday you take your shoes off because, you know, you're not quite standing sturdy and you're holding mm-hmm. on to the, you know, and we just ignore it because everything's fine. Right. And we're praying and oh, we just need to pray a little harder, maybe light an extra candle or, you know, whatever weird. Exactly. Then we start making weird things up yeah. and then it becomes about. Um, all of these superstitions mm-hmm. that we that we make up instead of the actual truth of and being present to what is
1: exactly and and unity has a piece of that you know like um, we pray and we're always praying for positive outcome and i'm in faith and I'm in light and God is filling me and blah 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 and all of that is true on a level, but it doesn't integrate the human experience right and in fact it can be alienating because it's like i'm not exactly feeling that only, mm-hmm. or, or that right now, and so that's how I should be thinking, or it's not the whole experience. And there's this part of me that is like, I have to embrace the fact that I might not be here in five years. Yeah, You know, I have to embrace the fact that life changes and that I don't have control over making it happen just with my thoughts. Mm-hmm. And, and so the question isn't, you know, how can I make my life what I want it to be only? That's a level right. of of um, metaphysics, but how can I be with this and be fully present in God with this, not in a in a you know, cupcakey kind of way. Right. But how can I honestly be with this right. and know God's presence? Yeah. That's the question. Yeah.
0: Man, yeah, I wish we could like have dramatic music right now to <laughs> to really, you know, in an instant replay of what you just said, you know, how to just honestly be present. Yes with this be with this and do the other things eat breakfast
1: exactly
0: you know yeah and watch a tv show
1: (laughs) and really enjoy it though. but be present to it not like i'm just doing this until i get tired and fall asleep right but i'm enjoying this i'm living this yeah that's the opportunity that death gives us Mm -hmm. because we realize how precious this moment is yeah it's not just a moment to pass or get through or to fall asleep to it's a moment to be alive in
0: yeah it's you know and I think for me that, that I have um, sort of come to terms with understanding that like mm-hmm. so if I were to you know I just don't even want to talk about it
1: <laughs> that's the truth
0: you know yeah. right yeah. Yeah. but if I were to talk about it which I'm going to right now mm-hmm. but if I were to to really think about okay that this may be the end of your life yeah. that it may be five years it may be two years we don't know and you might get into a car and drive. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, at, at, you know. The follow-up to that is as my eye. You know, like it's not if it's true for you it's also true for me so i have to like face my own you know
1: mortality
0: immortality. and yep. you know even like the word that came to mind was immortality
1: <laughs> i know i heard that <laughs> you know and i went, she's I was like, making a immortality
0: i <laughs> just yes. you know but but that's not the truth the the, yeah. the facts of you know of our mm-hmm. lives are that you know our physical lives come to an end at some point yeah. you know and um so, but if I hold that in mind, so like one response might be, well, then I just got to soak everything up. I got to, mm-hmm. you know, and make everything has to be a big deal. And we got to, mm-hmm. you know, we got to do this. We got to do that. Do we got to do everything now. We got to embrace, seize and the hurry. day, carpe diem, like get into all of that, mm-hmm. which is also not honest. No. You know? Because but it's
1: fear-based. It's fear-based. Like, I'm not, I'm going to run out of time. I'm going to run right. out of life. Right. And so. And then what, and what is
0: the meaning of any of those things, mm-hmm. right? It, it doesn't mm-hmm. actually carry meaning. So. As opposed to let's sit on the patio, watch the hummingbirds, have some wine, have some pizza, laugh, you know, talk about everything and nothing, you know, like and, and just be present to that. That is it's life giving and it's no more about any impending loss or any like fear of what may come down the road. It's just because that's all we have. Is yeah, it's it like not you, this conversation? Lack. Right. Like
1: if I don't hurry up, I'm gonna I'm gonna have lack and I'm not gonna right. have this experience. But I can just really be in this moment. Right. And love this moment for what it is. And that moment
0: is eternal. Like it is. Like that's like it feels like even just this conversation right now and, and just being with you right now, it's just like this is eternal. Yeah. You know, and and that's when people say, this here moment, this now moment, you yeah. know this moment, you know, and it's sort of we make fun of it a little bit, but it's yeah. also like when we're really just with it.
1: It's so true. It is all we it's have. It's so true, and, and it's a gorgeous moment. Yes. It's a gorgeous moment. Even the pain is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Even the fear is gorgeous. Right. It's, it's, it's really that because I'm alive, and I'm feeling it, and I'm embracing what's happening. Yeah. You know? And, and if, if we can be mature enough to do that, if we can really live in that, what happens is everything changes. Yeah. You know, my experience of fear, or, this is all I've gotten, so I better soak it up and I better get on the plane and do this and right. I, I better go here, or I better do this. But it's also a moment to say what I'm doing is enough and who I yes. am is enough. Oh my gosh. Right? Yes. And And it's not like I have to change or life has to change because it's so built on fear that I'm going to miss something. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things that comes to me when I think about this is I think about my grandkids. Yeah. And I think about, you know. What I mean, they're I'm, pretty cute. They are All of them.
0: If I do say so myself. <laughs> yes.
1: And I'm glad you agree. <laughs> but I think about, you know, maybe I won't be here when they graduate from high school or even grade school. And it makes being with them even more precious. Yeah. You know, because I don't know. Nobody knows. It mm-hmm. could happen to all of us, right. but it makes. And and my daughter, Danny has said, you know, Mom, I'm so glad you're here because, you know, in our world, people move and they go places and she can raise her children elsewhere. But she said, I'm just so glad for our time. Yeah. And I'm so glad that they get to know you and be with yeah. you and that you have that same experience. And that is living in this moment, mm-hmm. you know. It's not living somewhere else, and I wish I lived in Florida or whatever. Or, but it's just, like, this moment is so precious. And I'm appreciating it instead of, well, you know, I've got to have the kids today and blah, blah, blah. Right. Right. But it's like this is a precious and, – and I feel that way every time yeah. I'm with them. Yeah. You know, I'm, like, aware. Like, we are given this moment we are given
0: this time. Yeah. And what a great thing that is. It is. Um, so I'm going to read from this book a little okay. bit. First, yeah. I love it. it. opens with the real key quote. Yes. Love and death are the great gifts that are given to us. Because this is just what you were saying, right? Yep. Love and death are the great gifts that are given to us. Mostly they are passed on, mm-hmm. unopened. Exactly. Mostly they are passed on, unopened.
1: I love that too. Yeah.
0: So um, just the first, just the opening paragraphs here of the five invitations. Life and death are a package deal. You cannot pull them apart. In Japanese Zen, the term shoji translates as birth death. Mm -hmm. There is no separation between life and death other than a small hyphen, a thin line that connects the two. We cannot be truly alive without maintaining an awareness of death. Death is not waiting for us at the end of a long road, which is where we like to keep it. Yes. Death is always with us in the marrow of every passing moment. She is the secret teacher hiding in plain sight. She helps us to discover what matters most. And the good news is we don't have to wait until the end of our lives to realize the wisdom that death has to offer. So I did get the book. Obviously, you did I've got it get here. I did yes. get the book. I got yes. over myself, and I, you know, I mean, it was, but it was that sort. I just needed to get all of that out. It's, it's a, a process. It's a process, and like, and yes, I can show up for this, and 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 it's silly to think anything other than you know because it is illusion. Like, death is always with us, and so why can't we talk about it? Why do we?
1: Well, in our culture, we don't because we make it a big scary thing, right? And we make it. A negative thing, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, children die when they're young. My sister died when she was eight from leukemia after three years of being sick. Babies die. Um, people die unexpectedly right when they're in the height of life, and and so we make it a bad thing and we make it scary because it's powerful. Mm-hmm. But if we if we can embrace it, and lose the fear about it, and learn how to live, you know, this is what I have. I have today. I have this moment this time then it becomes a teacher and not something to be afraid of i mean i can honestly say because i've been witness to death so many times and you know held the hands of people dying so many times and loved ones as well as people in my ministry um i really see it as a sacred thing And and i i can say i don't feel afraid of it You know, now my doctor said you have three weeks to live. I might be a little shaky, but I can say because I've seen the beauty of it over Mm -hmm. and over. And I've seen the tragedy. And then you get to feeling like what's really there is love. Right. And isn't that worth having? And the
0: experience of death, of of being with someone in that, it is so intricately tied, which is what I love. They open it this with life, is yes. that you you can't. It always brings you back to the yep. life, you yep. know that, you know. And if you have a sense that the soul is eternal, yep. you know, then it's the physical death is it just becomes less powerful, and we get that we start to get that clarity over. It's the sacred, experience of life, but
1: it's not to be feared, right? It's not to be feared. Yeah. It's it becomes very. Sacred, You know, I always say that there are two sacred moments that all of us experience, no matter who we are, and that is the moment of birth. Mm -hmm. That is a sacred, God-chosen moment, this exact second, this exact moment, this exact place, and our death, our physical death. And that's just chosen, and we don't have control over it but we embrace it and yeah. that is a sacred sacred moment and we all no matter who we are no matter what culture no matter what our age or experience we all experience those two things and you know they're god given they're god given
0: yeah that's a you know to think about it in those terms that we all experiencing and and then we don't want to talk about it right
1: <laughs> I mean it makes At least no not sense in America. Right? Yeah, in right. other, That's, in other true. That's true. In other religious traditions, yes. they do they honor the Tibetan book of the dead yes. and yes. and in Buddhism.
0: Yeah, Dia de los Muertos, you know, there's like a party in the cemetery, you know, exactly. and there's, you know, that, you know, to to connect with life and, and joy and love and yeah. all of that. Um, but yeah, yeah, maybe it is uniquely American or western.
1: Well, we like to think we have control over life and, you know, mm-hmm. that we're free spirits. And, and so we have this different kind of mentality mm-hmm. that um, is not really real on some levels, but it makes us feel better.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, and it's not to diminish the intense pain and grief yeah. and tragedy that, that we can experience when death comes, yeah. you know, to a family member, a loved one, um, or even to ourselves if if you know it's coming. Um So, not to diminish that emotional experience at all. Not at
1: all. And and not to also not to embrace that not every death is pretty. Right. Not every death is peaceful. Not every death is easy. Some people, you know, have horrible regrets or sadness or they're alone. And so, it's not always, I mean, it's hard work. Mm -hmm. It's hard work to embrace it. and, And then when you see people go through it, you know, and we're attached to the people we love. You know, yeah. I remember when my sister died, and she was eight. And my mom went upstairs and gave her a half a peanut butter sandwich, and she had one bite out of it, and it was all she could eat. And she died in that bed. And I was nine. My sister was eight. And I remember when my mom came back downstairs, and she said, "Your sister's gone." And she said, um, "Oh my goodness," she said she had two tears in her eyes mm-hmm. as she passed. Like they came out of both eyes. She just had two tears. And I I was nine and I remember thinking my sister didn't want to go. She felt love she you know she loved her family. my mom would carry her because she was too weak to walk for the last year of her life and um, and I just knew in that moment my sister really didn't want to go and and yet it's what happened and I remember you know the aftermath and I just... I remember feeling like I don't know how to feel. Yeah. You know, because I, my sister is supposed to live, she's supposed to live sick, forever maybe, but she's right. supposed to live sick. Right. She's supposed to be here, and now she's not here, and I don't I don't know how to think about this. And then I remember I was in fourth grade when she died, and I went to school, and my teacher was so kind, and he said, I'm so sorry about your sister. And I said, I know I can't find her. Oh. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I can't find her. And he just—he just took me by the shoulders, and he just said, "You're gonna be okay," yeah. and she's gonna be with you, and you know. And I remember that because we have attachment yeah. to our loved ones. We—we we don't want to say goodbye, right? You know. And yet, that's part of our human experience, also. Yeah. Is that we learn to say goodbye, and we learn to be with people when they're passing.
0: Oh, that's so beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. You know painful and beautiful mm-hmm. because you know the capturing that childlike mind yeah you know and um the like you said you didn't know how to feel mm-hmm. you know we carry that into adulthood like we don't know how to feel. so we start making things up you know mm-hmm. and so this is horrible this is true and it and it sometimes is
1: it can be very and, tragic and
0: sometimes it's not but we make it that way mm-hmm. because we don't know what else to do and so it must be horrible mm-hmm. um but, you know, that sort of that innocence, too, of I can't find her, mm-hmm. that loss. Yeah. And it takes a minute to adjust. You know, mm-hmm. it's a change in the relationship.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And and all I could think of when I was a kid is I would think of her and her little braids. And, you know, we both had matching navy blue mm-hmm. um, and pale blue sailor jackets that my, of course. Oh, that my mother yes, of course. got us. And I remember the picture of us standing and that's kind of one of the images that I have of my sister is that she was a sweet kid that, you know, could that like peanut butter, but couldn't always mm-hmm. eat it. And that she was weak. And I remember my mom saying to me, you know, I was I was little and I was running around. She goes, don't forget to spend time with your sister. Mm-hmm. And I think it taught me compassion. Yeah. I remember her saying that because she was laying on the couch yeah. and she couldn't do anything. And I was busy. Playing or whatever I was doing, I don't, I don't even think, but I, I remember my mom said, don't forget to play with your sister. Don't forget that she's here. Mm-hmm. And that always stuck with me. And I think it taught me to be compassionate and mindful mm-hmm. that there are others. Yeah. You know? What was her name? Mary. Mary Ann. Yeah. Huh. That was her name. Although my mother with her Japanese accent would call her Medi. Meddy, and I was Maida. <laughs> so, that was so it was Medi and Maida, oh, you know. Wow. But I and I remember her being so weak and I would go bring my books and I would read to her. Mm-hmm. And I thought if I can make this just a little bit better, and I was so grateful that my mom taught me compassion. Yeah, like don't forget her in the middle of your being busy playing or whatever
0: you're doing. And don't forget, don't forget, don't wait. You know, yes, it's that that call to be present. Exactly. You know, don't forget, like in the busyness of things, don't forget yeah, to be like, present.
1: Yeah, but here she yeah. is, yeah. and she deserves love too. And I, I was really grateful for that. I um, that my mom taught me that.
0: That's beautiful. So, we do experience death at different times. I mean, that's a very early experience. And, um, you know, often our first experience with it shapes, you know, the rest of our lives.
1: Exactly. It imprints who we are and who we can become. Yes. Mm -hmm.
0: So, thank you for this conversation. I hear the music telling us our time is over, but, um, you know, this book is great, even (laughs) for those of us who are reluctant. (laughs) So thank you, Myra for being here today. My and great pleasure. For the listeners until next time, tune in and tune up in spirit and don't wait. Thank you for
1: listening. This is Unity Online Radio. The Voice of an Awakening World.